You're listening to ReachMD, and this is a special edition of Reaching the Potential of Value-Based Care, entitled The Realities of Medicare Advantage, Perspectives on Physician and Patient Outcomes, brought to you by the American Medical Association. Here's your host, Dr. Jennifer Caudill. Despite prospects of increasing administrative burdens on clinical practice, physicians remain supportive of efforts that improve patient care. But as healthcare moves towards value, physicians on the front line will need effective pathways that actually work for them as well as for their patients. On today's program, we'll sit down with two physicians looking to turn that need into reality through their experiences with Medicare Advantage. Welcome to Reaching the Potential of Value-Based Care on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Caudle, and joining me to discuss the opportunities and challenges of operating in a Medicare Advantage plan are Oak Street Health's Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Griffin Myers, and Mount Auburn Cambridge Independent Practice Association's President and CEO, Dr. Barbara Spivak. Dr. Myers and Dr. Spivak, welcome to you both. Thanks so much for having me. I'm looking forward to the discussion. To kick off the discussion, Dr. Spivak, can you briefly describe what Medicare Advantage is and what sets it apart from traditional Medicare? Traditional Medicare pays physicians and hospitals and providers of care when they see patients in what we think of as a fee-for-service world. In Medicare Advantage, it's a capitation payment system where you get a payment per patient per month, generally that is goes up or down based on the acuity of the patients that you have in your panel. Those capitation payments generally run through a insurance product, those insurance companies will then often take a portion, a small portion of the capitation to run the product and give most of the risk to the providers, which could be a combination of hospitals, primary care, doctors, or specialists, and it could be any combination of those three. And For the patient, the main difference is that when they sign up with straight Medicare, they can see anybody in the Medicare network. When they're working in a Medicare Advantage plan, it's essentially a more limited network, and they generally have to pick a network that they want to get their health care in. The advantage for the providers is that they usually get significant amount of data or information about their patients, which really helps them know more about what's happening to their patients, and it provides them the ability to have some extra dollars to really pay for extra services for patients, which gives them better care. Now, unfortunately, as AMA's recent research with the RAND Corporation on payment models has shown, the promises of these value-based models don't always match the reality, especially for frontline physicians. So, Dr. Spivak, coming back to you, why did your practice ultimately choose this type of arrangement, and how has that decision played out over time? My organization and my doctors have really enjoyed the benefits of capitation. We have taken some of the dollars um, in this capitation model 
and put it into enhancing services for our patients. We have social workers who are not therapists, but are care managers who connect patients who have issues with community services. And they work, for example, to get patients the ride, to get patients food at home, to get patients any kind of service that they might need. We provide data to our primary care doctors about gaps in care. Taking the work away from the primary care offices and doing it through our organization allows the primary care offices time to focus on other things that often primary care doctors uh, just and their staff just don't have time for. And patients really like it. They become very attached to the people who are working with them to get them better care. Patients are more engaged in their own care and actually do better just by virtue of having more people helping them. And that was really why we went into it. Dr. Myers, turning to you now, what's your experience been like practicing under Medicare Advantage contracts, and has it affected your time with your patients? Oak Street Health is a, a network of around 50 fully value-based primary care practices really focused in medically underserved communities. We're interesting at Oak Street in that we prioritize patient choice, um, and our patients have the choice of now 15 different fully, fully risk-based, fully value-based primary care um, Medicare Advantage plans where we're their primary care provider. Um, you know, reflecting on the, the RAND paper that, that was just mentioned, um, certainly there have been some challenges in in the way that value-based plans have been administered to, to new providers. But for us at Oak Street, it's been um, quite an advantage. And there are specific things I can speak to. Three things. Number one is around people. Number two, around process. And number three, around technology. You know, every one of our primary care physicians practices with a full team. It's made up of a medical assistant, a nurse, a full-time scribe, a care manager, a behavioral health specialist, and that entire team is going to take care of about 500 people. We, on average, see our patients nine times a year, and the, the sickest 5% about 19 times a year for visits that are somewhere uh, a little less than ha- list, little less than do- uh, double the, the overall visit length. From a people perspective, it's just allowed us to invest in building a far more intimate practice. Um, from a process standpoint, we're also able to add the highly complementary services that we know our patients need. Um, for us, that includes behavioral health and telepsychiatry, podiatry, in-house social work, and um, even what we call our complex care team, which is a team that does primary care in the home for our highest acuity patients and patients in transition. And then lastly, we can use the the funds that this value-based model allows us to invest in technology that um, not only structure our workflows in terms of delivering higher quality, higher safety workflows to our patients, um, but identify care gaps. We've built applications to help our teams round on their inpatients and saw a 15% year-over-year reduction in readmissions. From the patient's perspective, how have they reacted to being treated under Medicare Advantage? And what effect has it had on their outcomes? I think patients feel very cared for because they recognize the enhanced services that they're getting in the program. And those benefits clearly outweigh the the negative of having to stay with generally having to stay within a network and the enhanced services as people are getting sicker and need more care really makes a difference in their lives having all these extra services to help them through the complicated system of healthcare really has an impact on their ability to stay home and stay in their environment 
Um, so I think most patients really see the difference. Yeah, I think Dr. Stiffick's comments are, are spot on. The Kaiser Family Foundation a few years ago did some really interesting work looking at what it feels like to be a senior trying to make these decisions. Medicare Advantage is, in the scheme of healthcare policy, pretty new. Really started in its first form in, in the 90s. Um, today, it's over 30% of, of Medicare beneficiaries who choose this. And what the Kaiser Family Foundation found was the number one reason that people don't choose Medicare advantages is they don't know about it. And the people that they most expect through surveys and focus groups, the people they most expect to help them make this decision are their providers, their, their doctors and the nurses that take care of them, who traditionally aren't, aren't thinking about this very much. And so there's a real disconnect. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to Reaching the Potential of Value-Based Care on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Caudill, and today I'm speaking with Drs. Griffin Myers and Barbara Spivak about their experiences practicing under Medicare Advantage plans. So let's stay on this beaten path of experience and really focus on your success criteria and the barriers you face along the way. Dr. Spivak, starting with you, what key factors have enabled your practice to thrive under Medicare Advantage? I think the practices thrive partly because we have an organization, an IPA, that handles many of these back-end and patient-friendly programs. We live in an environment where most of our docs, particularly in primary care, are in practices of one to five primary care physicians with only one practice actually that has 10 primary care doctors. And those practices are too small to support many of the programs that we put in place for everyone. But by being able to share the cost and run the program centrally, we can run them centrally but have them deployed into the primary care doctor's offices. I think it provides a service that they could not manage on their own. And um, even just doing the contracting is somewhat complicated in this model. There are other parts, if you're going to take risk in this type of a model, you have to be able to afford having years where you may not do well not because you don't manage well, but because of the confluence of patients that cost a lot of money. And so you have to be able to have a reinsurance program, which will cover some of the costs for patients who spend a lot of money in one year, but also in the unfortunate event that you have a deficit and have to pay the health plan or the government back. Having a group of people to work with you on this really gives the the individual practices a lot of safety and security. Let's look at the other side of this coin, as in the challenges of working within Medicare Advantage contracts. Dr. Myers, what issues have you dealt with and how are you able to overcome them? Or are they issues you're still dealing with? You know, obviously they're day-to-day challenges, but, but they're things that we look forward to taking on. This model works frankly, extraordinarily well. And, and I, I appreciate some of the technical commentary from Dr. Spivak, but, um, you know, for us at Oak Street, we, we are actuarially large enough. And, and at this point, after having been done this for seven years, sort of sophisticated enough from a, from a clinical and actuarial and process standpoint where we run a surplus in every combination of county and plan that, that we run. Medicare Advantage has become the laboratory for innovation in healthcare in this country in so many ways because it's allowed flexibility. 
And we see the opportunity to serve more and more patients who deserve it and historically have not had that access. So from the perspective of our team at Oak Street, it's really less of issues and more of uh, there's a lot of opportunity. And what so many of us signed up to do when we went to medical school was to take really great care of patients who need it the most. And that's what we're trying to do. And how about you, Dr. Spivak? I, I think one of the biggest challenges of working in Medicare Advantage and many other health plans these days is that in order to be properly paid, doctors need to make sure that they've put the correct diagnoses for patients. And needing to do that very detailed level of risk coding is somewhat of a burden for physicians. And if you don't have some kind of a system, systemized approach to coding, you won't be keeping up with what everyone else is doing. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges we have today. And most groups put some of their resources into helping the physicians do that coding. And I think that's really the biggest challenge. It's not always about the quality of care that you deliver. It's about what you document. And lastly, to you both, what advice would you give other physicians who are considering a Medicare Advantage plan now? I think that the care in capitation models is and can be if you're willing to organize yourself and put the money into developing the infrastructure that we've talked about um, in various ways is really the best way to deliver care. I think if you're not willing to take the risk and put the money into these extra kinds of services, programs, getting data, um, data analysis, the technical challenges, um, it can be very frightening and may not be financially beneficial but it is definitely better care for your patients. It definitely improves quality. It definitely can save overall and total medical expense. And the physicians themselves under those circumstances will feel better about the work that they're doing. There'll be significantly less burnout in your, in your group. And overall, I think it can be a very positive experience for both staff, patients, and providers. And Dr. Myers, you get the last word. You know, I, I just, I really like Dr. Spivak's comments there because what we're doing in a value-based model is really aligning the interest of the patient with the interest of the physician. And it means that what we all signed up to do is what, what we're going to go do is go take really good care of patients who need the care, and that's what patients want. You know, just to speak specifically to Medicare Advantage, I would say three things. Number one, um, it, it's it's growing incredibly quickly and it's highly bipartisan. It's one of the very few things that, that virtually everyone in Congress agrees on. This is not a red state, blue state thing. And so I think we should anticipate as practitioners that this is going to become more and more important over time. I think the second thing is there's been really important literature demonstrating that Medicare Advantage has been a crucial component to improving equity and access to care, especially primary care uh, in the older population. So this is another thing that's worth celebrating and, and I think puts momentum behind the program. Um, and the third is Medicare Advantage. 
the laboratory for innovation. And so many models uh, like Oak Street and others are, are developing around this idea that within Medicare Advantage, we can try new payment mechanisms that drive us to the results we want. Well, with that, I'd really like to thank my guests for joining me to discuss the current realities, opportunities, and challenges physicians face under Medicare Advantage plans. Dr. Myers and Dr. Spivak, it was great having you on the program today. Yeah, thanks for including myself and for Oak Street in the program. It was my pleasure. It was fun to do this, and I hope it helps people make their decision. This was Reaching the Potential of Value-Based Care, sponsored by the American Medical Association. To access other episodes of this series, visit ReachMD.com slash value-based care, where you can be part of the knowledge.